This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello and welcome to the new episode of the Reds Report. Powered by the best of Barnsley. And as from tomorrow, bearing in mind it's Sunday evening now, we are part of the official TalkSport Fan Network. So we are the official Barnsley FC podcast for TalkSport. Um, which means that they will be hosting the podcast and we have loads and loads of um, uh, unique access to people to make videos for us. We do a podcast, so that doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, um, really proud, really, to, to be chosen. And and they've listened to loads and they said they've listened to the last three. Bearing in mind, I mean, obviously Steve was on holiday for one, but he is... <laughs> We've got it, mate. Shall I just, <laughs> shall I just go now, then? <laughs> so... To introduce then are the, the usual set of presenters this evening. Now, there have been rumours that he was working Saturday morning and Sunday morning. So he might be asleep, but let's see what happens. Steve Andrews, can you hear us? <laughs> I'll tell you what, this weekend working, Lark, I could never be a footballer because I hate working Saturdays. It's absolute rubbish. I'll come back to that one with this goes Exeter. Um, and the, the other presenter this evening, um, from the wrong side of the Pennines, but everything he writes about Barnsley is absolutely spot on. From the Tykes blog, as always, Ian Hope is with us. Evening, Ian. Evening, chaps. Now, Evening, let's, 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 let's get this out of the way. Um, <laughs> we were on a bit of a run. The last defeat was uh, the Lincoln one, wasn't it? You know, when we got stuffed at home. And then yesterday, Exeter came to town with 500 fans. Um, they had nine shots, two were on target. Actually, and went beyond Brett Collins. <laughs> Barnsley had four on target and none of them went in. Um, a lot of good work done from the start of the season to sort of like to yesterday, to where we are. But for what for reason whatsoever, yesterday was not the Barnsley side that we were used to seeing, were they, Ian? No, not at all. Um Everybody had an off day. The subs, the one to eleven. Well, maybe Collins didn't 
couldn't do anything for the two goals, but the rest of them, even the subs, were uh, were woeful. Um, you're going to get bumped in the road. Uh, it's, it's been a great run. I think Duff was spot on with his uh, post-match comments when he was like, not lost in the league since August the 20th. You know, we don't get too carried away when we're on a good run, so we shouldn't get too down after what happened yesterday. It was poor from the first to the last second. Um, but it's going to happen, isn't it? I, I wonder how much what happened to Luke Thomas on Friday got into the heads because they all just looked like they'd never met each other before. They just looked well off or they'd been to the pub or something on Friday night and had a good skinful because they were, they were woeful, weren't they? Um, Steve, it wasn't even that Exeter were really good, was it? It was that we were just way, way, way below what we should be expecting from a Michael Duff side. I think, I think we exited. They came. They came to do a job. They've no manager. Uh, they've got some young academy players in. There were one or two of them players on Saturday, which actually looked, um, you know, quite impressive. That young number three uh, left wing back looked quite tidy down that side, and uh, I think he was number twenty, uh, big guy through middle. Um, looked really, you know, looked really handy. But we just. I'm not saying we couldn't cope with them. We just didn't try to cope with them. Um, Benson, for me, had a, a, I definitely had an off day, but he's one that's been playing really well. Uh, Irby Kane, I hate to say it, I don't actually. I thought he was garbage. Um, they got overrun in midfield. Um, they didn't. They didn't track. They didn't press. And I think that's where initially we, we, we lost it and rest of the team just folded around that then. Yeah, it, it, it's fair to say that we've talked a lot about the midfield and when we've been on it, it's all started from the midfield. The link up to, between our defence and midfield, but the pressing especially high up on the pitch. Um, I don't think I've seen Michael Duff as animated as what he was yesterday. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, Ian. Um, he was spot on. Um, it is a refreshing change from a previous head coach that once said we need to get better at losing. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and to be fair to Duff, he tried to change it after about half an hour, didn't he? Taking Norwood off. I mean, he's not afraid. To, he's ballsy decisions, isn't he? To say right, this isn't working, and yeah. not waiting for 60, Definitely. 65 minutes. Let's get on with it. Um, so fair play to him. But whatever he'd have tried, it just it just never they never fired. Did they like you say midfield was key? I think defence we looked scared stiff of them. I thought their front two or three made made us look petrified. Even Anderson were making mistakes. Cadden wasn't uh, tracking back. But it, it comes from the midfield, like you say, about the press and the drive. There was no service for the front two. Whoever whoever that front two were never got a sniff because the midfield couldn't pass to another red shirt and like you say there was no press so it just fell fell flat right right through the team but um yeah considering he was so animated during the game he was quite um reflective afterwards and he, he didn't seem too angry i think he kind of accepted that it it will happen it's it's how you react now isn't it you know go on another unbeaten run if you can yeah yeah all in all, though, Steve, if, if we look at, you know, we've played 12 matches, we've won six, we've drawn two, we lost four, fifth in the league. And um, interesting then that the next opponent is Bolton, same points as us, played the same number of games, six, two, four, same. So um, our goal difference slightly higher. It's important, isn't it, that, that we see a, a reaction? I, I think there will be a reaction. I mean, Bolton are playing really well. Um... 
you know, it's, it's going to be a difficult place to go. But I think we will see a reaction because them sort of performances, moving on from last season, I mean, last season we saw a lot of performances like that. But I don't think Duff, and to be honest, I don't think the players will allow themselves to play like that again. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a shame about Luke Thomas. It really is because he's one of the players that it's, it's been like having a new man in, in, in the squad. It really has. It's come through... Obviously, his mental issues and, and he's been out on loan and he's come back far better, far fitter, far stronger. Uh, and it, it does look a quality player. So that is a that is a great shame. And it's got to have some sort of effect, especially when it happens it happens in training. Um, what it a blip yesterday? Yeah, of course it were. I think I think Duff put his finger on it. Everybody would just everybody were poor, simple as. But I don't think he'll let that carry on to next Saturday. Uh, and I don't think the players will allow that either. I think they will step up. And let's face it, we always say it, Barnsley always play better against better teams. And I think this is a, a good opportunity to get back on the uh, on the winning trail. And and it is when you talk about the Thomas injury. I mean, um, very much, I mean, we're going to do the review of the first sort of like 12 matches in, in, in a little bit. Um, I very much set him down as, you know, the player to watch because he just makes things happen. His press, he's got that endless sort of energy. He's like he's like a, a Duracell bunny at times, isn't he? He just doesn't give up. Um, and and his position is key because he plays, you know, Devante Colin. He feeds it to Norwood, the people that are scoring the goals. So to lose him on a Friday, and I know, and listen, any day of the week were horrible, but like within 24 hours of playing... Um, how do you resolve that? He's out for at least four months. Um, yesterday, I, I, obviously, they didn't have too much time to, to, to prepare in whatever formation they were going to play. Um, looking at what happened yesterday, do, do you approach it differently next time? Do you change formation to maybe accompany that? Or how do you see that? Or, or do you start again with Norwood, Cole, um, and Agenson, Ian? Well, he tried it, didn't he, uh, in the first half an hour with Agenson playing in that that role and it although he were lively he was probably the liveliest one of, of any of them i know that's not probably much to write home about but it just didn't it just didn't click it just didn't work um it's going to be interesting to see what he what he does because clearly they would have been doing drills thursday friday with exeter in mind and you would have had thomas in that role uh so they've had to change it at the last minute gives them a good week well i know they've got doncaster in the cup but it gives them a good week to think about it now, don't it? Whether it's a change of system or um, or find the right man to slot in Thomas's role. Do you not think though, Donny uh, Donny on Tuesday is a good a good game for somebody to stake the claim? Absolutely. You know, to, yeah. to say you know, right, Thomas is out for four months now. Right, you guys get out there, show me what you can do, and there could be a there could be a berth up for grabs. Absolutely, it, it, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, I know, I know some Acre. people. Sorry, I know some people were like, no, 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 no. were saying things like, um, "Get Teddy John, put some physicality up there um, yesterday." Now he's probably likely to get a full game on Tuesday. Um, so yeah, there's a shirt available, isn't there, for Saturday? So um, yeah. anybody could step up and have a decent game on Tuesday, and give the manager something to think about for Saturday. Yeah, and you know what? Um, Joe Aykroyd went along to Geisley, uh, scored two goals yesterday, and I know it's a completely different level, but in the last uh, cup game 
that we had. You know, he looked like he's got that sort of energy. So, I mean, you don't know whether he looks at, um, you know, maybe a Tedich. One of the things, again, that happened yesterday, which I think is really frustrating from a fan's point of view, is um, the Venti Cole has been, you know, uh, probably most relied on for goals. And I, I can't help but think that, you know, when they play the high ball and he has to come that little bit deep and he heads it on, there's, there's, there's nobody there, is there? He should be receiving that, you know, that header on because he just don't get um, anywhere. Listen, it was what are you talking about now? Did you say Cole Sorry. or Woodrow? Sorry, <laughs> the Vanti Cole. Um, have we not have we not had this conversation before? Because that's a very similar thing to what we've yeah. talked about over the last couple of seasons. It it and it's it, it's strange because with his height, I I get it. But if nobody anticipates that he's going a little bit deeper to head it on, surely. You know, I don't know would our agents or somebody think, well, if he's going, I need to be here ready. Because the second ball yesterday did not exist. First 30, 40 minutes, every second ball, you might as well pass it to Exeter because we we did we spoke on the phone as I left Oakwell late uh, yesterday. And um, I think it was a goal kick or a clearance by Exeter. And it landed in the centre circle. It was 50 foot in the air. Nobody even jumped. <laughs> and, and, and you, you know, you have to wonder. But you know what? It, it's done. 2-0 defeat and and you know we'll let we'll let Michael Duff work his magic and see how they come out uh, against against Doncaster. And let's have a look back then the 12 matches. Um what, what's if this was like a parents evening and you've got the players in front of you Steve. Um who who are, who are the players that you're picking out saying you know what? Don't all right. And I know we've all had an off match, you know, like kids in school you always have a lesson yeah. by it. Don't behave as much. But who do you say like you know what? Looks all right. Quite impressed. Um, Pick Luke someone, Thomas, please. obviously. Luke yeah. Thomas, obviously. Uh, definitely. Uh, I thought Josh Benson, uh, take yesterday's performance out of it. Josh Benson uh, has started to hopefully become the player that we hope he can be. Uh, and, you know, you, you mentioned him earlier, Devante Cole. Uh, he, he, he seems to have matured. Um I'll be quite honest, the high ball up to Devante Cole is, to me, a waste, absolute waste of time because he's not really a, a... I mean, how many times do you see him try to head a ball? Very, very few. But you'll get that ball in at his feet and, and he's proving that he has got some skill and he's got a bit of pace. So definitely those three uh, have been have been standout for me uh, these first 12 games. Yeah. Anybody uh, different for you, Ian? Uh, Luke O'Connell. Uh, made a really good start. I know he had a, uh, he, he's only just come back from injury, but he he seemed to through pre season and, and carried it on into the actual season. Um, I think good things for him. Benson uh, had a really uh, poor season last year with injury as well as poor form, so he's like a new player. Luke Thomas as well. Um, I think Cundy's settling in at the back um, next to Anderson. So. I like the look of this Lakesh. I think uh, he needs to get some more minutes. Yeah, he does look tidy. He, yeah. he could be the spark. Um, I saw glimpses of Nick, Nicky Cadden putting some good, decent balls in, especially that first half yesterday. I, w I just wish he could swing, do that a bit more, swing a few more in, because he's got a great left foot for, for knocking some crosses in. So, yeah, pretty much what, what Steve says, really. Um, it's quite a lot of positive. And Devante Cole, I mean, I, I'd kind of... I was thinking he was last chance saloon for me um, at the start of the season, but he's without being amazing. He's just he's just kind of 
he's he's working harder he's he's linking up better and he's in and around the box when when that uh, when them chances are coming so um mm. he, he's 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 had a decent season so far you've both of you mainly mentioned midfield and forwards are we saying that defense is just doing their job nothing you know absolutely fantastic but they're just steady because with when Halleck went everybody were like oh what we're going to do now but between sort of kitchen um you know anderson jordan williams uh you know kundi last couple of matches are they just when i say steady away are they just doing the job and doing what they should be doing but nothing extraordinary nothing worth mentioning or no they do they are worth mentioning i think liam kitchen's playing quite well at the minute yeah, uh he's doing some marauding runs forward and what have you which is nice to see um i still want to see a bit more competition i know nothing's gonna happen now while january but a bit more competition for that right wing back role yeah. because jordan williams seems to be first pick whether that's just because there's him that can actually play there or whatever but i'm still not convinced with him sometimes going forward he looks brilliant but his defend his defending is is questionable let's put it that way uh left hand side i think we've got some riches on left hand side with Cadden and 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 Zayic. uh both of them look uh, look really tidy um i'd probably like to see both of them in the same in the same team just to just to see how they work or if they can work together that might be quite interesting um i, I said earlier on about the form table um you know nothing we're not doing anything wrong and we're still there we're still there in the mix is that because of the time of the season ian obviously losing mccarthy then losing luke thomas are we in danger of maybe uh, you know wolf is out for a, a certain well he's certainly not back for the next few weeks are we in danger of, of getting really thin on the ground in certain positions or do you think there is enough cover you know to, to, to sort of keep going as we are so to speak we're okay at the minute i agree with uh steve about the right the right side we, we need um williams needs competition on that side i think like you say we're, we're, we're spoiled on the left we're all right at the minute but i think the way it's gone this season that's two players out for for long spells and we've had other players out for a couple of weeks here and there which is not good either because it just disrupts everything we, we we're gonna have to be a bit careful because we could be one of them squads that seem to pick up injuries um it's only going to take another one uh to be out for a few months till christmas or something and we might start scratching around and um struggling and although we've got the depth it's just whether well, the quality's there isn't it you know honda mark moon people like that but are they are they going to be the step up or um we, we just need a bit of luck don't with the injuries i think really now just have a settled spell let connell get a good few games on his belt now we, we just don't need somebody like benson and connell going out for three four months either do we yeah i'd yeah. like i'd like to see uh, i'd like to see josh martin step up now mm. with all the hype that he brought with him i think it's time he started because we've still not we've not seen anything yet from him really no. um i think this could be uh, this could be a prime opportunity for him to sort of stake his claim i i think he should start and he should play 90 minutes i mean the discussion is with the injuries we have do you play an almost full strength side for this EFL trophy on Tuesday to see what players can do? Because, and we, we've we've said this before, and every football club over down the country will say this, but can you really find form when you get 20 minutes here and 15 minutes there and 10 minutes here and a half there? Josh Martin, when I 
when I look at Josh Martin, I just think if somebody can get regular football and people get on the same wavelength as his brain, because I think he's got a footballing brain where others are maybe still um, not at that level. If, and that, that's not being horrible, but sometimes he plays the pass and it's not anticipated by other players. And the only way sometimes you get that is by playing more and by finding a steady 11, which obviously due injuries and and, and, and that he, he hasn't got as yet. So would, would you play a full strength side, Ian, on Tuesday? Or is that too much given our injury situation at the moment? Do you say, no, 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 we'll put youngsters in because we can't afford anymore? Or do you use it as an opportunity to say, you know, we'll need, we need to make changes. We might as well start against Doncaster and get the winning feeling back. I play the team that played Newcastle under-21s and played so well. Um, I'd, I'd give them lots of chance. It is a fine line. I'd like to think those players from Saturday would like to go out and can't wait to play on Tuesday to put it right. But we've got to be careful and wrap some of them up in cotton wool for Saturday. Um, the league games are more important. So I, I'd i like to see that pretty much that team that played against Newcastle because they didn't do a right lot wrong, to be honest, and um, give them more minutes. Yeah. Steve? And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're the manager for Tuesday. <laughs> do, you, do you go along with that? Do you say, right, the, the last lot that played, so we have a bit of a spine of regulars and some youngsters around, see what we can do? Or do you say... No, I, I, Thomas... I agree with Ian. You know, they played well against Newcastle. So, to me, they deserve to continue sort of where they left off. Let's face it, we've got unfinished business after Lincoln game. Um, I would be tempted to try a couple of players that could possibly play in the sort of Luke Thomas role just to see how they perform and see whether they would be up for the fight on Saturday and, and to fill his boots sort of thing. Um, but the same as out with these sort of games, isn't it? You want to give players time, time on pitch because they're not going to get it necessarily in first team. But on the other hand, I said it from day one, it's a competition that w there's no reason why we couldn't do really well. We've done it before. And let's face it, all right, you know, we're in a we're in a league position that if anybody has said to us after 12 games, you're going to be fifth, we'd have snapped their hands off, yeah. considering what happened last season. So, you know, we, we're fairly comfortable league-wise at the minute. Yeah, we don't want to pick up any more injuries. But you know what? Cup run always a cup run always generates a little bit more interest and a little bit more, you know, excitement around the club and around the town. So why why not? Yeah, start with probably the same side, but just throw another couple of experienced players in mix. 
Right, and so before we go and look at the, the next sort of, you know, uh, five, six, six matches, um, if you had to give them a grade, as in like a school grade for the first 12 matches with a remark for the head teacher in this, in this that, that'll be Michael Duff, what grade are we going to give them and, and what's, what, what's their, um, what should they focus on in the next 12 matches? Steve, you can go first because Ian's been first every time, so don't say <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking who I'm expelling, that's all. Because <laughs> um, I still think there's one or two players that are still just not good enough. Um, I think as a team and as a set of players, looking at it from last season, it's it's like chalk and cheese that is different again. And that is purely and simply down to Michael Duff coming in with his team, uh, his backroom team, and turning them back into footballers, which they weren't, they weren't last season. Um, mm. I'd say at the minute, I'd, I'd probably go with a C plus, maybe even striking, you know, sneaking into a B. Um, you know, just ma maintain what you're doing, keep keep up the good work, etc. You know, let's not let's not think we're better than we actually are, Herbie Kane. Um, and you clapped him. You clapped him as he walked around pitch yesterday. You shouldn't have bloody clapped him, lad. I'm sorry. Right. I, I could see you, and I was sat in Pontiac. Absolute disgrace. <laughs> just on that note. Just on that note. Then. Just on that note. That's that. And it, it's a valid point. He got quite a bit of abuse and quite personal abuse as he's walking. And the West End is not the busiest end as we know. So I don't know what it was like in the Pontiac because I was at West Lower um, yesterday, and I thought. He, he looked like he had serious monk on. He didn't look happy with himself. Um, and I He think... looks like he's carrying some weight and all. Because if I saw him on the street or I saw him on a Sunday morning, I'd think he was a Sunday morning footballer. Because I think he's carrying a bit more weight as well from what he started off as. Is it... Is it, is it... I mean, this is probably all over. Is, is it right to give somebody personal abuse as they're walking around the pitch to go off when they've been substituted by that guy? And I know what you're saying. And I, th I always think it's... To me... I, I clap them as they go off. If they've done really well, you might shout out, come on, well done or whatever. But I just gave them a polite clap to try and drown out some of the absolute dross <laughs> that were coming from Why, why are you being polite? Why are you being... No, I, 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 the personal abuse part, no, I don't agree with. But I'm sorry, you're back to... There's 10,000 people sat in a stadium. They're not all just going to sit there and not bother clapping him and say, well, he's had a poor game, so I'm just not going to applaud. It's not going to happen, is it? We know what football fans are like, and sometimes you get a player that you absolutely detest, and you'll give him, you'll call him from a pig to a dog. So that you're always going to get that. My point is, and it it's difficult, isn't it? We know it's difficult. Players have bad games. We know that, but some players seem to have better games for other teams, and then they come back to us on the back of what was supposedly a good season and bearing in mind we've paid over a million pounds for this bloke and I've still not seen anything yet that tells me he's worth anywhere near a million pound so no. does he get personal abuse no I don't necessarily agree with that however in that case then just don't say out at all but for Christ's sake don't clap him because he was shocking well, I mean, I didn't cheer him and ask for an autograph. No, I but you clapped, went, and I saw you from two hundred yeah. yards away. And, and yeah, you I, were I will. There were some eleven-year-olds, and the dross they came out with was just absolutely. But you know, it, listen, it's really, and I think as well, if somebody had a really, really poor, poor, poor match, I probably wouldn't. But I think there were ten others on there, at least nine others 
that to me were as bad as what, what he was. And I think it's it's like it's, it's the expectation level, isn't it? Because he did so we're, well. We're gonna have to disagree on that, aren't we, mate? Because if, if it's a level of always poor poorest to poor, I'm sorry, but you were a lot poorer than even the poorest poor person that was poor on that poor Saturday. Right. Let's leave that there then. Let's park that bus. Let's park that bus. Um, I notice Ian's keeping out of this. He's keeping quiet, isn't he? He's going to turn around now and say, I tell you what, that Herbie Kane's a right player, isn't he? Also, can I just also point out that it it, it was the start of National Hate Crime Awareness Week and I was wearing a T-shirt that said, Step Up, Beat Hate. So for me to start shouting abuse, which I wouldn't do anyway. Yeah. But um, Ian, let's have a look then. Let's let's park the Doncaster match because it's the EFL Cup. Bolton level and points with us. Um, you can maybe not top of the table, but it's definitely you know a big big match. And then we've got Morecambe, Lincoln City, and Forest Green Rovers, who are all in the like the bottom third. Obviously, you know Morecambe, Morecambe's at the bottom, but they're all like in, in in the bottom third. Yeah. If if you are Michael Duff, what are you looking at a minimum sort of haul of points wise to say? You know, by the time it gets to October 29th, which is the Forest Green match? We, we we're looking at you know we should be. I mean the Bolton. Do you say get a draw and a point away a Bolton is is good? And do you look at the other three and say that's, that's ten points needs to be. for us to maintain this? We need ten points, no less. Yeah, it's funny isn't it? you mentioned early on in the podcast that um, we seem to do better against better teams. So I'd be inclined to think we'll probably do all right at Bolton. Um, and it'll be like the Forest Greens that we'll slip up against because we've we've dropped points against two newly promoted sides at home. Port and they're both at home, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah Forest Greens at home and Lincoln. Yeah. So. so there's a day, and there's also a danger of we're better set up away from home, and we've had some better results away from home than we have at Oakwell. Um, so, I mean, Bolton have just had two poor away defeats at Cheltenham and Forest Green. And it is a league where anybody can beat anybody, but they are strong at home and they don't concede many. So I'd take a point at Bolton if I was looking now. Morecambe away, a bit like Fleetwood away, should 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 be winnable. No disrespect to Morecambe. Um, it's them two home games, Lincoln and Forest Green, um, that having seen what Lincoln did to us in the Papa John's. And it's another uh, Tuesday night match, so, yeah. you know, under the lights. Um, It'll be a totally look- different team, though, let's be honest, won't it? Yeah, and then, true, and then you look at um, Forest Green, let's say our record against newly promoted League 2 size to League 1 hasn't been great this season. Could be quite topsy-turvy. I'd like to think, if you say uh, the next 12 points, if you could get 9 or, 12, uh, nine or 10, I think you'd be uh, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? That'd be quite, quite consistent. And that's the idea, you've got to be consistent now, haven't you? Yeah, you, you need to. Steve, what is it about? That form at Oakwell, is it? Is it so? Is it? Is it a fan thing? Is it the fact that there's yeah, nine ten thousand fans, fans keep clapping for poor performance? That's what it is. <laughs> In credit, credit to um, was it was it Nicky Cadden or who, who was it that was up for man of the match or whatever? It says give it to um, Callum Simpson, who was the boxer that came on the pitch at yeah. halftime. He didn't kick a ball. <laughs> Um, I must admit that bit of music that kicked in halfway through second half got everybody going, didn't it? I think that I think that were another thing though as well yesterday. I think because we were we were poor, the atmosphere as well though was quite flat. Uh, but if you go down the first 
40 seconds. It, it does, doesn't it? We're all yeah. there. Hey, come on. We're on a good run. Let's get these. And I said to Ian, the lads we were with came off the centre of the circle. I says, right, I'm going to get us all a drink. And I'm walking up the steps of the West End. And before I get to the top step, it's 1-0. I mean, if yeah. you want to kill a game off before it's even proper started, that's the way to, that's the way to silence the whole... Because you can do two well, things as a fan. You, you can sit like this, like I did, or you can really get behind them, and it never happened. No, it took, it took the wind out and the sails. Um, and we tried to get back that next five, six, seven minutes after that. Weren't too bad as such, but it it just never sort of it's never sort of crystallised into a good performance. It just sort of stopped basically. Um, atmosphere never never raised um, until that bit of music in the second half. <laughs> but it's it's really poor when that's most exciting bit at game is two minutes at stereophonics um, <laughs> that takes you away from from pitch itself. Um, you know what? It's it would just it was just one of them games. It were poor on pitch. It wasn't much better off pitch, but let's face it, fans feed off a good performance and Barnsley's no difference to anywhere else. We always get behind a team that will try and will fight and will put their lives on line for game. And to be quite honest, nobody was prepared to do that yesterday. So what do you expect fans to do? Yeah. Well, it's the chicken or the egg thing, isn't it? If I take that side... You could make an argument that if things are not going well and we get behind them, we might spur them on to be that 12th man, whereas we're 1-0 down and it's really, really quiet. It was a bit like, you know, I've, I've, I've at times, you know, the, the atmosphere, the exit defence, the 4-500 outsung because everybody was just so quiet. And I suppose if we created a bit more atmosphere and drowned them out a little bit, maybe the players will, and I'm not saying suddenly we get a 25% uplifting performance on the pitch because we start singing a song, but you know what I mean? Is it maybe, is it the fans' duty to even keep singing when things are not going well? Or do we vote with our voices and our feet and by the time it gets to 80 minutes, people are uh, revving the car up in the uh, in the Pontian car park waiting for the gates to open? You're back to it. So it, it's uh, it's uh, entertainment industry and we've all paid good money to be entertained and if you're not entertained why should i stop yeah do you know what i mean and it, putting it as bluntly as that yeah i'm all for stopping the full 90 minutes getting behind team etc etc but if it's that bad you know it's like you're good at, you're good at if you're good at pictures cinema films whatever that's me being old calling it pictures isn't it um you know, house. picture house yeah charlie <laughs> chaplin yeah cheeky get um you know if it's a rubbish film you've paid your i don't know how much 15 quid or whatever it is these days do you stop and waste you know three quarters of an hour of your life or do you think stuff this it's rubbish let's get up to white bear for a pint yeah. it's exactly the same thing exactly the same thing i paid me money you've already taken me money i'm not asking for it back but if you're going to be crap, don't expect me to cheer on while you're going to be poor on, on pitch. Um, Ian, there is a bit of a danger, isn't there? Because somebody put on social media last night, like it was a, a, a terrible performance. And, and the head coach has come out and admitted so much. But we're still fifth in the table. So either the league is not that competitive as maybe it should, or maybe we should just say, we'll dust it off, we'll go again, because we're still... If we'd have dropped six, seven places, you think, this is... You know what I mean? Look at what you've done, but actually... 
It's all right. If you look at what we've got to come, we know Bolton's difficult, but then you've got three matches in which you say, you know, maybe whatever your target, seven point, whatever. It's doable, isn't it? It's not all lost because we're in fifth. Yeah, Don't, no, no need for a knee-jerk reaction. Yes, we know it was bad. It was dire, but we, you kind of move on from that. It's not like it's been dire for the last five weeks, is it? Um, and we're in the bottom half somewhere. It's it's it can happen to anybody. I, I saw uh, Portsmouth struggled, didn't beat Fleetwood at home. I thought they would have won. Uh, no, they let, let me let me hack it down. <laughs> but I'm not bitter. Um, you know, like I say, the teams around us drop points as well, and it is a league where you can go anywhere and and drop points. It was it was hard at Fleetwood. We only won one nil at last minute. So, yeah, a bit of realism. Um, the worry would be if we're we're talking in three or four weeks' time and we're struggling to pick any points up and we've we've nose dived. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a one off. We need to just put it to bed and um, put it right on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, to finish off, then we'll, 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 it's very hard to, to sort of forecast any sort of results because we don't know what side he'll play and how serious he takes it. Is he looking at injuries, opportunities? So let's look at Bolton then. Steve, full time result, first Barnsley goal scorer, please, because you know these things. I know these things. Well, after the fine victory on Tuesday night against Doncaster, just slip that one in because I think we will. Um, Bolton will be, um, let me think, don't concede many at home like Ian says. I'm going to go for a 1-0 win and I'm going to go with a Mads Anderson header because he's got a bit of stick this weekend, Mads, and I think he'll take that to heart and I think he'll he'll really come out and, and want to, certainly want to prove his doubters wrong. So I'm going 1-0 to us and Anderson's going to score it. I'll go for a 1-1 with a Josh Benson equaliser. I expected you going for an Herbie Kane equaliser, to be honest. <laughs> Carlo and the Herbie Kane fan club. <laughs> he's he's president, president, treasury, secretary, coach driver. An only member. <laughs> I, um, I think that's a good 1-1 one, one I'm going for. A good shout with Benson. Um, but I'll I'll say Devante Cole. I think I'd love him to when we went there in the Papa John's or whatever it was called last year, and he went to a penalty shootout, and he missed. Or I had it saved or whatever the the, the winning penalty. Let's hope he can uh, put it right and score the winner on Saturday. I'll go. I'll go. Uh, sorry, not the winning. It'll be a one-one draw, but Devante Cole to get to get ours. Lads, thank you very much. 12 matches in, we're in fifth. Bad performance? Okay, we'll take it on the chin and we'll move on. So let's hope for, um, I don't know more, how, how many points you get in the EFL because apparently you get one anyway if you draw, but you get another one for the penalty. So let's hope we win against Doncaster and then um, probably performance is more important than the results against Bolton. I think it's, it's, it's fair to say we just need to see a, a bounce back. Um, thank you both very, very much for joining us from the Tykes blog, as always, Ian Hope. Uh, Ian, um, I, uh, when is your next podcast out and your next blog? What can we look forward to and what will it be about? Um, I did one today talking about a bit of realism after, after the Exeter result. Um, in about Three quarters of an hour. I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> back to back podcast. So I'm going to do one, uh, pretty much like I say, quarterly. First quarter of the season's gone. Let's have a look at, have a look at that. Um, and I'm 
a mate, a mate of mine. I'm going to speak to a mate of mine middle of the week, do a podcast because he's a Bolton fan. So he's going to give us an opposition's view. So what what do we need to look out from a Bolton point of view? So that'll be out maybe Thursday, Friday, uh, do a podcast on uh, Bolton. Super. Uh, tag us in it and we'll uh, obviously we'll retweet it. Steve? Yeah. Um, you're going to bed now because obviously you were up early and working, weren't you? <laughs> was very, at my time of life, my you know, working Saturdays and Sundays, it's no good. I've got my cocoa in my glass uh, <laughs> that'll help me sleep. I'm sure it will. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go and tuck myself in with my hot water bottle and dream of better things. Certainly, not you clapping Herbie Kane. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Red Report, powered by the best. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 